Okay, we're holding in the Gemara, we're actually beginning on the Mishnah on the Avchavzayin Amit Beis. So I'd like to dedicate the Shir today, Lilu Nishmas, Rab Tzvi Abbe Ben Abchaim Doivber, that unfortunately passed away this morning. The Shir actually is being recorded in his house where he lived for many, many years, about 40 plus years. Very, very special person, and um, he was on Shlichus many years. He was a Machanach for most of his life, or all of his life, uh, his adult life. And another detail uh, to mention also, since we're giving a shir here in Gemara, he gave a Dafayoyim shir here in Crown Heights for many, many years in the Agudishol, uh, consistently every single day, I believe. So the shir should be Ilin Shmasai, and we should only hear good news going from here forward. Zakt the Mishnah. Call Hayaitse Min Anything, any materials that comes from wood. Ain Madlikim boy, you can't light Shabbos candles with it. Elopishton. Besides, flax could be used to light Shabbos candles. So there's a machlaikis Rashi and Taisvis what Hayaitse Min means. Rashi says Yaitse Min is cannabis, which is hemp. <laughs> And uh, Tzemer Geffen, which is cotton. Taisvis, Rabbi Natam asks that you can't use cotton wicks. Rabbi Natam says, We see that people use cotton wicks. You go to the store, Hanukkah time, you want to buy wicks. All these wicks are cotton wicks. Those are the best wicks. They burn beautifully. What's the problem with using cotton wicks? So Taisvis argues with Rashi, and Taisvis says, Yaitzimana Eitz refers to something we spoke already about earlier in the beginning of the Patek, that there are certain trees that have like a woolly substance between the bark and the, uh, the wood of the tree, and that's what it's talking about over here. But cotton is perfectly fine to use for Shabbos candles. Anything that comes out of wood, does not become tome in the tome of oilem elapishton besides flax. So let me explain what this mission is talking about. When it says here tumas oilem, there are two details to tumas oilem. The detail of tumas oilem that we usually speak about is that anything that's under a oil, a roof, where if there is a dead body and any other item, any other person that's under the same roof becomes Tomei. That's Tumasayel. That's not what this Mishnah is talking about. This Mishnah is talking specifically about the fact that if you look in the parsha where it talks about, in Paraduma where it talks about Tumah and Tumasayel, it also says there that the oil itself becomes Tomei as well. The actual oil itself becomes Tomei. So, what this Mishnah is saying is that this halacha, that the oil, the Tumas oil, and that the oil itself becomes Tomei, does not apply to Yaitzim and Eitz. It doesn't apply to an oil that's made of materials that come from wood. It only applies to materials that come from pishton, from flax, from linen, which the Gemara will explain the source for this. So again, we're talking about the tumah of the oil itself, not the tumah that of, of anything that's beneath the oil, that, that, that applies to any, any other materials as well. The Gemara begins with a short thing, Vinigayat the Pishton. Minalon, the Pishton, it creates, from where do we know that flax would be called wood? The Mishnah says, Yaitzim and Eitz cannot be used for Shabbos Licht besides Pishton. So apparently the Mishnah considers Pishton to be an Eitz. 
I mean, you look at pishton, flax, it doesn't seem to be like a piece of wood. Amma Mazutra, Mazutra answers, the Omakra, the Pasuk says, Vihiha Elosam Hagaga, and she took him up to the roof, Vatitmanem Bepishtea Eitz, and she hid them in the Pishtea Eitz, in the flax of wood. So here in the Pasuk we see that the flax is called wood. If anybody remembers, we had this already in the Gemara in Brachis, when the Gemara was discussing, I believe it was, Benigayat to the Bracha of Besamim, regarding the Bracha of Beire Atzei Besamim. So the Gemara there brought this very same Pasuk to prove that Pishtan is considered to be Eitz, Eitzim. I didn't check it up now, I may have uh, confused it with something else, but the Gemara brought this up in, uh, in Brachis, Benigayat to something, to determine that Pishtan is Eitz. Now, the remainder of the Gemara until the next Mishnah will not be discussing the halacha regarding Shabbos candles, but it will be discussing the second halacha of the Mishnah, which is the Tumas Oyel. That the Tumas Oyel, that the oil itself becomes Tomei, is only if it's made from flax, sorry, um, yeah, it's only if it's made from flax and not from other materials. All other materials that are yaitzim and eats, that oil does not become tamay, ela pishton. The only material that comes from wood that becomes tamay is pishton. Now, as we'll see in the Amshach of the Gemara, there are other materials that could become tamay. But here we're talking specifically, in other words, the oil itself becomes tamay. Here we're talking specifically about yaitze mina eitz. Regarding those materials that come from wood, from a tree, the only material that comes from a tree that will become, that the oil itself will become tame is pishton, is flax. Minalan, from where do we know this? Omar Abalaza says, Gomar oil oil mi mishkan. When we talk about the Tumas oil, that it says in the parsha of uh, the Tumas Mace. So the Torah there says oil many, many times, but it doesn't tell us what material that oil is made from. So therefore we learn the material that it says by Tumas Mace from the oil that it says Mi Mishkan, what it says by the Mishkan. Ksiv Hacha, by the parsha of Tumas Mace it says, Zeis HaTorah Adam Kiyamus Oyel. So it says oil. What kind of oil are we talking about? Oksiv Hasam, by the Mishkan it says, Vayifrei says oil al HaMishkan. And the oil was spread on the Mishkan. Ma lahalon, just as over there, Shal Pishton, Kari Oyel. The Yiriyais that was spread, the covering, the Yiriyais that was spread over the Mishkan, is made partially out of, uh, out of linen. What's one, one of the, uh, one of this, the, the things that uh, it was made out of was linen. It was made out of wool different types of wool, cheles, argoman, and so on, but also sheish, which is linen, comes from flax. So therefore, we see over there that it calls it oihel, kari oihel, afkan shal pishton kari oihel. So too over here we learn out that pishton that comes from a plant that grows and is called the eitz, as the Gemara said before, is also called an oihel and becomes tome with Thomas mace. So if you have this if you're comparing the oil that it says by Tumas Mace to the oil that it says by the Mishkan, why not compare it all the way? If over there there was spun together, the chuton, it was threads spun together, the chuton kafal vav, and the threads that were used were doubled up, were sixfold, as it says over there, there was it was all doubled up six times. Afkan, 
Shizurin v'chutan kafel vav. Maybe the Tumah, that the oil becomes Tomei, should also be only in a case where it's spun together and it's doubled, it's sixfold, like it was there. And for the Gemara, yes, we have Exedeshava, but we also have another Pasik. Tamud Loima, oil, oil. Over here by Tumas Mace, it says in the Pasik a double lotion. Actually, it says more than twice. It says a few times the term oil. Adam Kiyom is oil. oil. It says a few times the term oil. Riba, it comes to add and say that even if it doesn't, it's not exactly the way it was by the Mishkan when it's doubled and it's Shazer like it was there, it still becomes Tame. So if you're telling me that you have extra words, oil, that's marbe, that it doesn't have to be compared exactly to the mishkan, so then I'll feel it called milinami. So maybe that should tell me any kind of tent, any kind of roof that's above the mace, the oil itself becomes tome, and not like it was in the mishkan. And for the Gemara, in Cain, if you're going to say that we have a ribuy that's marbe anything, so then what benefit, what do we learn from the Gzayi Shava? Shava, we're not learning anything from it. So, in order for the Gzayi Shava to stand, and at the same time the Ribuy of Oyel Oyel also to stand, so we say that the Gzayi Shava teaches me that it's only linen, like it was in the Mishkan. And the Ribuy teaches me that it doesn't have to be exactly like in the Mishkan, where it was Shazurin and Kofel six times. Now, if you're comparing to the Mishkan, so let's go a step further and say, just like over there, what forms the tent, there's the walls as well. There's the Kroshim that form the walls of this tent of the Mishkan. Afkan Kroshim, so over here as well, I should say that Kroshim is the beams, right? Should also be Mekabal Why only flax? Why are we only comparing it for the Pishton, the, the Pishton, which was in the uh, because if you look into the Pasik, how does it describe the Kroshim? You should make the Kroshim for the Mishkan. This Lashen implies that the Kroshim is considered to be a support for the Mishkan. It's two separate things. There's the Mishkan and then there's the Kroshim for the Mishkan. So therefore the Mishkan is not included in this. Mishkan Kari Mishkan, the Uriyais, the bottom layer of Uriyais, which is called Mishkan in the title, that is the Mishkan, that is uh, referred to, that, that's compared, that's called Mishkan, as Rashi here explains. Um, let me just explain, uh, it's going to be Nagei also to the Hemshchel Gemara here. When you look at the Uriyais, there were three layers of the Uriyais of the Mishkan, or according to one opinion, maybe four layers, as we'll see. But generally, the three layers were, there was the Uriyais HaMishkan, that's what it's called in the Torah, that's the bottom layer, that was made out of wool and linen. Then there's the layer above that, which is made out of uh, Izim, it's made out of goat's hair. And then there's a layer above that, as we'll see, which is made out of Elim Domim that comes from the hide of a ram and from the Tachash, as the Gemara will discuss. So those are the three layers. So right now the Gemara is talking about the bottom layer. The bottom layer, Mishkan, Kari Mishkan. It's called Mishkan, and because it's called Mishkan, Sarashi so says, Mishkan is interchangeable with Oihel. As you see in the Pasuk, it says, Es Mishkan Oihel Mayid. So because the Yiriyais are called Mishkan, and the, the Yiriyais above that, the second layer, certainly called Oihel, because it's, it's actually called Yiriyais HaOihel in the Pasuk. So therefore those coverings over the Mishkan are called Oihel. And therefore we compare it to the oil that it says by Tumas Mace, and just like they, whatever materials they are, 
we compare them to Thomas Mays that the oil itself becomes Tomei. But not the uh, not the Krashim. The Krashim are Limishkan, it's for the Mishkan. They ain't Krashim Kriyim Mishkan, but we don't find that the Krashim themselves are called Mishkan. Elo Meyato, Frekta Gemara, if so. So what's about the top layer? Vasisa Michse oil. The top layer, as I mentioned, which was made out of the hide of a ram. So what is the Lashon the Pasuk uses? You should make another, another cover that is for the oil. The oil was the second layer. The second layer is called the oil. Again, the bottom layer was called Mishkan. The second layer was called oil, and the top layer is called the michse, the cover. And the, the Pasik says, Michse le oil, a cover to the oil. Hachanami, so over here as well, Michse le yikri oil. According to what you're saying, by Kroshim it says Kroshim le Mishkan, and therefore the Kroshim is not called Mishkan, it's not called an oil. So the Michse, the cover of the hide of the rams, is also not called oil. It's a Michse le oil, for the oil. So what's the problem? Maybe Taka, maybe Taka that is so, that it's not, it doesn't, it's, it's not called Oihel. But the Gemara says that can't be, because So we know Rabbi Lozer asked this question. What was his question? The hide of a Tomei animal, can it become Tomei with a tum of oil? And the oil of a maize. And again, what we're talking about over here is that the actual oil itself becomes Tomei. So the Balaz asked this question Does the hide of a Tomei animal become Tomei or not? So now, for that, so the Gemara explains, Hashta now, the hide of a tired animal does not become Tomei. Because if you're going to say that the hide of the ram that was on the top, that was a michse, is not an oil, it's only a michsel oil. And therefore that does not become Tomei. A ram is a, is a, is a tired animal. It does not become Tommy. So he has a question about a, a Tommy behemoth. Why, why does he have a question about a Tommy behemoth? The hide of even a tired behemoth does not become Tommy if you'll say that when it says it's not a oil and it's not part of the Xayda Shavas, so it doesn't become Tommy. If Tahira doesn't become Tommy, shouldn't become Tommy either. So how can we say this? So therefore the Gemara says no. Shani Hasam the Hodor Ahadre Kro. When it comes to the cover that was made from this hide of the ram, the Pasik includes it and says that it's compared to the other Uriahs that were below it, and therefore it's like them and it will become Tommy. The Khsev, the Pasik says, Venasu as Yiriyas a Mishkan, Ves Oil Mayed. So the Yiriyas a Mishkan is the bottom layer, then Yiriyas Oil Oil Mayed is the second layer, and then Mikseyu Umikseatacha. And then the top layer, which was made from the hide of the ram, and also from the tachash, asher olav, which was on top. So in this pasuk we see makish elyon letachtin. I compare the bottom layers to the, the top layers to the bottom layers. Ma tachtin kari oil, just as the two bottom ones are called oil. Af elyon, so to the top covering, the michse is also called an oil. So therefore, the hide of a behemah. Tahira for sure can uh, will, will be Makabal Toma, it's part of this Xeda Shava and it will be Makabal Toma, but not the Krashim. The Krashim is not part of this Xeda Shava. The, the, regarding the Krashim, the Tahira writes Krashim Le Mishkan. So the conclusion of this sugya here is that what, what it says by Oihel, Binigea to Toma and Tara, 
we compare it to oil that it says by the Mishkan. And again, we're talking about the oil itself being Mechabal Tumah. So what's Mechabal Tumah? Whatever the materials that were used for the Yiriyas in the Mishkan. What are they? It's either Pishton, which is linen, flax, or wool, which was also in the lowest, in the lowest covering of the Yiriyas, was made out of wool as well, or goat's hair, which was the second layer, or the hide of a ram, or the hide of any kosher animal is also Mechabal Tumah. But the behemoth Meyer, that was Rabbi Loza's Shaila, which the Gemara will now discuss Parichas. Gufa, so let's go back to the statement itself that Rabbi Loza asked. Boy, Rabbi Loza, Rabbi Loza had a question. Or behemoth Meyer, the hide of a Tomei animal, Maoshi Tamet Tumas Oyelin. Could it become Tomei with the Tumah of Oyelin? My Kami Boyele. What, what is this question? What's the question of Rabbi Loza? Why, why is he asking this? If the, if the hide of a, of a ram is a toyed animal, and that's what was in the uh, Besamikta, in the Mishkan that is, so then obviously a hide of a Tomei animal is not Makabal Tomei. Rabbi Lazar is the same person before that said, Gomar Oyel Oyel Mi Mishkan. The halacha of the Tomei, whether the oil is Makabal Tomei, is learned from the Mishkan. So by the Mishkan it was a toyed animal, not a Tomei animal. Why the distinction? Uh, why to make a difference? Well, it's Xeris Akosov. The whole thing that Dafke this and not something else, it's, it's apparently it's Xeris Akosov. So if it was a behemoth to Haira, the Aires Elim Adomim, the Haira of a ram, so then why is he even having a question? Besides the Aires Elim Adomim, the Haira of the ram, there's also the hide of a tachash, and, and, which was in the time of Moshe Rabbeinu. And that's his question. This tachash, was it Tomei or Toher? That was the source of his question. If it's Tomei, so then it could be included in the Gzeda Shava. And if not, if it was Toher, so then we only know that a Toher animal is Makabal Tomei. Omar Yosef, so Rav Yosef answered this Shaila, mighty boyle. What's the question? Tanina. We can say we can we learned this in Abraisa. It's not fit to be used for Malachas Shamayim. Only the hide of a toyed animal. So if the Tachash is being used for the Mishkan, we should assume that it was toyed, because the Mishkan is certainly Malachas Shamayim, a work done for the sake of heaven. Most of Rabbi, Rabbi asked the question. We learned in another Brayse. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, "Shnei mechsayis hayu, the oiras elam adamim, the hide of the ram, and the hide of the tachash were actually two separate coverings. Echad shal oiras elam adamim, the echad shal oiras tchashim. One was the oiras of the elam, and the other one was from the tchashim." Rabbi Nachemia, Amen. Rabbi Nachemia said, "Michse echad haya." They made it into one covering. Part of it, half of it, was from the from the hide of the ram that was painted red, dyed red, and and also it was part of it was from the tachash. Vidaime, and on this tachash, he says, was kimin tala ilan. It was like a tala ilan, which is which is some kind of a cat that has a skin that has this, this, the the spots on it, or let's say I guess you can say like a tiger that uh, that has the the. the the spots on it. Okay, so this is also some kind of a cat that has these kind of a spots on it. So that's what Rabbi Nechemi says. So the Gemara says, ilon This Tola Ilon is not a tired animal. So if that's what the Tachash was, if it was a Tola Ilon, so we see right over here that Rabbi Nechemi is asking that it's not a, it's, it's a Tomei animal. 
And for the Gemara, Hachikama. This is how you read what Rabbi Nechemia said. Kimin hu. It's similar, it's like a Tala Ilan, Gvan and Harba. This Tachash had a lot of beautiful colors like this Tala Ilan. But Veloit Tala Ilan, it's not this Tala Ilan. It's a different, it's a different creature that was created in that time. Dilo awesome. Tome, the Tala Ilan is Tome, and Vahocha Tohir. And this Tachash, according to Rav Yosef, is Tohir because it's Lamalachas Shemayim. It's being used for the Mishkan and it has to be Tohir. Amar Rav Yosef, and Rav Yosef continued and said, "Ihachi if so." So he brings a proof for what he said. This is the pshat why the targum says on the tachash sas gaina. What does sas gaina mean? In other words, the targum says sas gaina. The targum doesn't say tala ilan. What sas gaina? Shesas begvanin harbe. This tachash is happy with the many beautiful colors that it had, and that's what was used in the mishkan. Rava Omar, Rava says, Oyer behemet meya, Rava disagrees. Rava says that the height of a tome animal, the metame boilamais, it will become tome in oilamais. And he mehacha, he brings it from the following braisa. So he disagrees with Rabbi Yasef, it does become tome. The Tanya, we learned in Abraise, Oir. So this is a Pasik that it says by Nagoyim. By Nagoyim, it says there that the Tzemer and Pishtim, as we learned already before, a garment of Tzemer and Pishtim becomes Tomei. And then it says also, Oi Be Oir. So the Braise begins. Oir. It could have simply said the hide as well. Why does it say Oi Be Oir? Or the hide? Riba, it comes to add, that even the hide of a Tomei animal will also become Tomei with a Nega. And it adds another thing, and even if the Nega came out after the Kayin took it into his hand to inspect it. Even though if you look in the simple shot of the Pasuk there, it's talking about Semer and Pishtim. Semer comes from a Tahir animal. And the Pasuk there says that once the Nega comes out, then the Kayin takes it into his hand. So you would think maybe if the Nega came out later, it's not Tomei. So the Oid Be'oir comes to say that even a, 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 the hide of a Tomei animal is going to be Tomei. And even after the, if the Nega came out after the Kayin took it into his hands. Also, if he cut pieces from different materials, and he made one piece of garment from all of them, that's from Tzemer, or from Pishtim, and then from the Oyer, from hide of an animal, Minayim, from where do I know that that's also Tomei, Tamad Loimar, Oy Bechol Meleches Oyer. Oy Bechol Meleches Oyer is adding, even when you combine from all of them together, one garment, it still is going to become uh, Tomei with the Negatzeras. So from here, the Gemara wants to say, just like by Negatzeras, it becomes Tomei, even if it's the height of a Tomei animal, we could learn out the same thing for the Tumah of an oil as well, that it becomes Tomei. But the Gemara says, This limud from Negayim could be refuted, because Negayim has a Chumrah that we don't find by Tumas Meis, and this is a Chumrah that we already learned about before. By Negayim there's a specific Chumrah that even a Shasi Ve'erev, the threads of the Shasi and Erev become Tomei, even if it's not a garment, and that's not a Chumrah you find in the oil of Tumas Meis. So we can't learn from there. Ella rather gomar mishrotzim. You could learn out that the hide of a tummy animal will be become tummy by a tumas oil from shrotzim. The Tanya we learned in Abraise oir. So again by shrotzim the Torah writes oir. Only ella oir behemet tahira. 
So from that I know that the hide of a tired animal is a tummy with the tum of a sheretz. And from where do I know that the hide of a tummy animal is also tummy with the tum of a sheretz? The Pasuk there adds the word oir to include even a tummy animal. So we can compare from Shrotzim to Tumas Oil by a mace as well that it becomes Tomei even with the height of a Tomei animal. But again the Gemara says Vikalamifrach. The limud from Shrotzim to Tumas Mace could also be refuted. Mala Shrotzim, by Shrotzim there is a Chumre, and we also learned this before, she came at Tamim Bechadasha. By, by, by the Tumah of Shrotzim, the Tumah is even a tiny size of a lentil. So that is a special chumrah. So you can't learn Tumas Meis. Tumas Meis has to be much, it has to be at least a Kazayas. So now the Gemara says, here the Gemara introduces a Tzad Hashav. A Tzad Hashav is when you learn from two together. If they have a common denominator that could be compared to a third that shares the same common denominator, you could learn out. Negayim Yechichu. So let's go back and try to prove it from Negayim. V'chazer Adin. And this goes back and forth. You can't learn from e either one because each one has a unique Chumrah that doesn't allow you to learn by Tumas Meis. But then we say, This cannot be compared to this. And this can't be compared to this. Meaning that Negayim has one Chumrah that Shratzim does not have. Shratzim has a different Chumrah that Negayim doesn't have. They don't share the same Chumrah. But there is a Tzad that they share. There's a common denominator. A Tzad the common denominator is that hide that hide becomes Tomei by them. Meaning that a nega applies even to the height of an animal. The tum of Sharet applies even to the height of an animal. And also, And we see that the Teira makes the height of a Tomei animal to be the same as the height of a Tired animal. So, so I can compare and say that the same common denominator is found by Oyla Mace. The height of an animal is, uh, applies to Tumas uh, Mace. The height of a tired animal we know applies by Tumas Mace, which we learn out from the Mishkan, as we said before. So, if so, we could learn out from Shratzim and Negoyim together that we compare the height of a Tommy animal to a tired animal. This is the classic limud of a Tzad when we learn out a common denominator that's shared by two cases, and we could learn from there to a third case to say that over here, the Oyer of a Behemoth becomes Tomei just like the Ayur of Behemoth Tahira. This is the conclusion of the way Rave learned out that a Ayur of a Tommy animal becomes Tomei, not like Rav Yosef. We could still refute this limud of both Shratzim and Agayim together. You know, there's a chumrah that they both share that Tumas Meis does not have. Both by Shratzim and Negoyim, their Tumas is less than a Kezayis. By Sheretz it's a lentil, and by Negoyim it's a Gris, which is a bean. But it's less than a Kezayis. The size needed for the Tumas of a Meis has to be a Kezayis, so it doesn't have that chumrah that they both share. So you can't learn out from there. Elama Rav Mibarnish, Rav Mibarnish says he has a different source. 
Asye, and this goes back, connected to what we learned before, that we learn these things by the Tumah of Oil Maze, we learn it from the Mishkan. Asye bekavachaymer minaitza shal izim. We can learn it out with a kavachaymer from the hair of a goat. As I mentioned before, the second layer of the Yiris in the Mishkan was made of goat's hair. So therefore, that's certainly included in the Gzere that by Oil Amaze, the goat's hair becomes Tameh. So now the Kavachayim will be as follows. Goats here does not become Tome by Negoyim. As we learned already this before, by Negoyim it has to be either Tzemer or Pishtim or Oir of a, of a Behemah Tehoira or we mentioned before Behemah Tmeya, but not the Oir of an Izim. So nevertheless, but by oil amaze, we see that it's more stringent and it does become tamay, even if it's made from goats here, because we learned that from the Mishkan. So we see a stringency here by the oil amaze. So So the height of a tamay animal, which does become tamay benegayim, so definitely it should also become tamay by oil amaze. If we see that by oil amaze, the goats here that does not become Tomei with Nagayim becomes Tomei with, uh, for, for Oyal Ames. For sure, the hide of a Tomei animal which becomes Tomei by Nagayim for sure become Tomei by Oyal Ames. That's the Kavachaymer that Ravim Ibarnish learned out. So now the Gemara goes back. So Rave and Ravim Ibarnish both argued on Rav Yosef that said that. The oil that uh, even at, uh, the oil of a behemoth mea becomes uh, Tommy Boyal Ames. So now Rav Yosef argued with them. What was Rav Yosef's source? Rav Yosef said that the tachash that was used by the Mishkan must have been of a tired animal. Why? Because it's Malachas Shemayim. It's being used for the Mishkan. For the Mishkan, it has to be a tired animal. But now, according to Rave and Rave Mibarnish, that's not necessarily the case. Even our behemoth meya is also tame. So lav dafke, that's the case. So what? What? What is that statement? The Eloha, the Tani Rav Yosef. Now this, that Rav Yosef said. That what was used for Malachas Shemayim, what could be used? What's fit to be used for Malachas Shemayim? Only the hide of a tired animal. Regarding what was this said? So let me explain this again, according to what Rashi says over here. That the question of the Gemara is, according to Rav Yosef, this statement, this B'raisa, has a relevance, L'halacha. The relevance is that now we know that we can learn from here that only a tired animal, the height of a tired animal, becomes Tomei by Eola Meis. But according to Rav, that's not true. Even the height of a Tomei animal becomes Tomei and Eola Meis. So there's no relevance to the fact that in the Mishkan it was Tomei, it was Tor, Maynav Kemina, there's no relevance with Lamai Hilchese. As Rashi says, the Braise wouldn't say something if it has no relevance. Maida Hava Hava. What's the Nafkemina? So therefore the Gemara says, Litfilin. The Nafkemina will be to the Halacha of Tfilin. That tefillin has to be made from, which is also Malechas Shemayim, tefillin has to be made from the hide of an animal, which is Tahir. Frag the Gemara, tefillin. You needed to teach me for tefillin. That's what this Braisa was talking about. The The Pasik clearly says, Laman Hashem And from here we learn out, Mina Mutter You could only use the hide to write the tefillin on it from something which is Mutter to you to eat. Only from a tired animal, not from a tummy animal. So I can't be talking about tefillin. The Braisa wouldn't just say, It's, it's a Pefetish Apostle that it says by tefillin. 
We're not talking about the parchment of the tefillin that you write the parshiyas on and it has Hashem's name on it and so on. We're talking about the oiran. We're talking about the bottom of the tefillin that you make from the hide of the animal. For that, you had the braises telling you that it has to be made from tired animal because that's also malechas shemayim. But even for the bottom as well, Abaye said, Shin shall tefillin, there's a Shin from the Abish's name, Shin Dalad Yod, that has to be in the bias of the tefillin. There's Allah Misina, you have to have a Shin from Hashem's name. So just like the parchment, you write the parshias on it, and that has to be Menamutta Beficha. So too, the, part, the bottom of the tefillin also have the shin of Hashem's name on it, and it's, it's also included in what it says in the Pasuk, Laman Hashem. This is also Teiris Hashem. Just like the parchment is Teiris Hashem, the shin of Abish's name is also Teiris Hashem. So therefore, we don't need this Braiset to tell me here, that this is a Halach Lamaishim Sinai. The Braiset didn't say that it's a Halach Lamaishim Sinai. Rabbi Kiveger asks the question, how about the Tfilin Shalyad? The bias of the Tfilin Shalyad does not have a shin on it. Maybe it refers to the bias of a Tfilin Shalyad. I go to Shaila does. Okay. Elo, so the Gemara says, besaron. Maybe it's talking about something else. The Tfilin, the parshis of the Tfilin have to be wrapped with the hairs of an animal. Or the Tfilin has to be wrapped with the hairs of the animal that you wrote the parchment with. In other words, from a, from a tired animal. Or the Tfilin begidon. And when you, when you um, sew the bottom together, it has to be sewed with the sinews of the tired animal. So maybe it's for this as well. This as well as a befeirish Allah Misinai. The Tanya we learned in another Braise, Tfilimiru boys, the fact that Tfilin have to be square, Allah Misinai. The Kroch is Bisaron, and that you have to wrap it with the hairs of the animal, and of the hairs of the animal that the parchment is written from, meaning from a toyed animal, Vinit Paris Begidon, and it's sold with the sinews of a toyed animal, is also an Allah Misina. So that's not what the Braise that Rav Yosef mentioned was talking about. This is a different thing. This is a Befeidish Allah Lamesh Misina, which wasn't mentioned in that Braise. Elo, the Gemara says, Liritsuais. The halacha of Lamelechas Shemayim that you have to use only from Tahoir is not going not on the parashias, it's not going not on the batim, it's not going not on the, the sinews or the hairs that are used for the tefillin, it's going on the ritzuais, on the straps of the tefillin. That we have to have a special brisa telling me that it has to be from a tired animal. The black straps of the tefillin is also and, and the Gemara is assuming that if so, probably also the fact that it has to be from a tired animal is also So the Gemara answers no. We do learn out from the Allah that it has to be black straps. Do we learn out that the Ritzuis have to be from tired animal? That we don't learn out. So that's what the Braise was saying according to Rav that argued with Rav Yasef. Rav Yasef said it goes on the Mishkan. The Mishkan is Malachas Shemayim and therefore it has to be a tired animal. That's the Halacha we learn from there that it's Negeah to the Halacha of oil of Tumas Mace. And according to Rav we learn out over here Benigeya to the Ritzuis of Tfilin. So take him out of Aita. My havi Allah the Tachash Shahoyeh b'mei Moshe. What's the story with the Tachash that was in the time of Moshe? What is it? A tired animal 
or was it a tame animal? According to Rav, it's 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 lavdafka. We don't know what it was. Amar Abalah, Amar Abshemib ben Lakish, Oy Mehay Rab Meir. Rab Meir said, Tachash Shahaya bimei Moshe, the Tachash that existed in the time of Moshe Rabbeinu for the Mishkan Berye b'fnei Atzmai Hoya. It was a species for itself. It was an, a creature for itself. And the Chachamim could not uh, come to a conclusion Is it a Chaya or a Behema? And also another thing it says, that with this we know that It had one horn that came out of its forehead And for that time period it was found by Moshe It came, the Ebesha brought it to Moshe And he built from it the Mishkan, he made a high the covering for the Mishkan, Vinignas, and then it was concealed. Interesting. So in the Lashon of this Gemara, it sort of sounds like it was an animal that existed in that time, and then it became extinct. But in other places, in the Yerushalmi, in the Medrash, it sounds like even more. The, the Medrash actually says Befeirish that it was created by Derech Ness. It wasn't created in Sheshit Simei Breshis, it was created by Derech Ness for that time period, specifically for the Mishkan. The horn, yeah, I don't know. But uh, in the Gilashan of our Gemara, it's not mashma that it was Bederich Nes necessarily. The, the Yerushalmi and the, the Medrash and the Tanchuma, it's mashma that it was Mamish Bederich Nes. Yeah, this was a special Indian, the Tachash. Omer Abalom, uh, sorry, let me go back where I was holding over here. So now the Gemara says, looking at this uh, Keren that it had, Midikoma Keren Achas Haisalebimitzchai. One detail we know about this Tachash, that it had this one horn in its forehead. Shmami not toir hoya. Wouldn't this be a raya that it was toir, an animal that's toir? Why? Domer Rabbi Yehuda. Shoyer shehikriv Adam The ox that Adam Arishin brought as a carbon. Keren achas It had one horn in its forehead. And a shoyer, of course, is a toir animal. Shenema, the Pasuk says, Visitav l'ashem mishoyer par. That today uh, it is better for the Abisha, it's greater for the Abisha when you praise him from a Shayapar Makrin Mafris, which has a horn and split hooves. Mak, so, so now the Gemara says Makrin Tati Mashma. Makrin sounds like the horns that there are by an animal usually, which are two horns. But we can read it also, it's written without an Akudis, we can read it as Mikeren, and therefore that means one horn. So Velishait Minei. So, so over here we see that it was, this was a tahir, just like the, the shayr that Adam Erishain. Huh? So, one second. So, so the Gemara says, so Shema Amino, we see from here that it was a tahir. Now the Gemara says, we should also be patient from here. The min behemahu, that it was a min behemah, like the shayr, which is a min behemah. So the Gemara says, no, the Shayr is not the only case where we find by Adam Arishain that there was an animal with one horn that came out of his forehead. Kivin the Ike Keresh, there's another, there's a Keresh, the Min Chayihu, which is a kind, which is a Chayat, comes some kind of a deer, I believe, that has one, one horn. One horn it has. So therefore, we see that there's a Behemah that's mentioned that had one horn, there's a chaya that has one horn, so therefore it's possible we can't determine if it's a min chaya or if it's a min behema. That's the conclusion of the sugya of the tachash that was used in the Mishkan. Going back to the halachis of lighting Shabbos candle, using wicks made out of garments, shekipla, he folded it, specifically folded it thin enough to be for a, um, for a wick, 
but he didn't singe it that it should be prepared to use for a wick. So Rabbi says, If that's the case, it's still Mekabal Tumah. In other words, it's still considered to be a Beged. The fact that you folded it for a wick does not remove its status as being a Beged, which is Mekabal Tumah. They and you can't light with it for Shabbos candles. Rabbi says, Once you folded it to be a wick, it's not a Beged anymore, and therefore it's Tahir, and you could light Shabbos candles with it. Now, regarding their argument, taking a garment and folding it to be used as a wick, so we can understand what Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Kiva are arguing about. This is their argument. Rabbi Lazar says, The fact that you folded it to be a wick does not help to change its status. It remains in its previous status, which is a garment. Rabbi Kiva says, that when you fold it to be a wick, that helps, it, it, it changes the status of Batuli bottle. The previous status is annulled, and therefore now it's not Makabal Tome, it's not a beggar anymore. So that's Machlaikis we could simply understand. But regarding lighting Shabbos candles, what's the basis of the argument between Ablaz and Abakiva whether it could be used for Shabbos candles? Why shouldn't it be able to be used for Shabbos candles? If it's made out of the proper material, which we mentioned before, so then why not? says as follows here we're talking about a very very specific case as the Gemara will explain number one we're talking about a piece of garment that was exactly three by three boys I believe it is exactly huh? or huh? three by three boys Askina, that's what we're speaking about. Ubiyamtiv, another detail. Ubiyamtiv, Shachaliyais, Erev Shabbos Askina. We're talking about a case where he's lighting Shabbos candles and it's Yamtiv. Erev Shabbos is Yamtiv. So now here's the issue. The first thing the Gemara brings up is the first issue we could have is Muktzah. Let me, before I read it inside, there's a concept of Nyantiv which is called Nailad. Anything that's Nailad, that's, that, that's born or that's new. A new thing that comes into existence on Yontif, because it didn't exist when Yontif came in, so therefore it wasn't designated for this use. It's something new that's created, and therefore it's Muktza. This is the concept of Nailad, which is Muktza. We'll learn about this in Mitzvah in Masech Tebei, Bariches, and also later in the Gemara. So here the Gemara says as follows The Kula Alma Isluhu de Rabbi Yehuda. Both Rabbi Loza and Rabbi Kiva agree to what Rabbi Yehuda says, which is the Omar, Masikin Bekalim, you could make a fire and you could use for the fire any kalim which was already designated for use when Yontif came in, so it's not Muktzeh, but Ve'imasikin Beshivre Kalim. If any kali broke on Yontif, so now it's Nailat, it's a new entity that came into being on Yontif itself. Before, when Yontif came in, it was a keli. It was for that use. And now it's, it's a new entity, it's a broken keli, and you want to use it for a fire because it's something new, so therefore it's Muktzeh, and you're not allowed to use it. That's one statement of Rabbi Yehuda that both Rabbi Loz and Rabbi Kiva agreed to. Now, another thing. This is regarding lighting Shabbos candles. And everybody agrees to this that Ullah said that we already mentioned once before. The Omar Ullah, Ullah said, Hamadlik, when you light Shabbos candles, you have to light it enough, not just light it a drop, you have to light it enough with the rave of the wick that's sticking out so that it should burn on its own. Shall have us oil Okay? 
Okay, everybody agrees to that as well. So now, here is going to be the issue, B'negei to lighting from this garment that you went and folded and turned it into a wick on Yom Tif. What's going to be the issue? Rabbi Lazar, Sava Rabbi Lazar says, Kippul Enemoyel. When you folded it, it doesn't change its status. It still is a piece of a garment. It retains its original status. The Kivin, the Adlik Bey Porta, but the moment you light it, even just a drop, now it becomes like a broken garment. Why? Because it was exactly three by three at boys, which is the minimum size to be makabal tumah. The moment you mamish like singe it, you light it just a drop, it becomes ice garment. And now, but All is said, you can't just light it a drop and take away your hand. You have to continue lighting most of the wick. So when you continue, when you have to light most of the wick, you're using something which is mukta. And that's the problem here. Rabbi Kiva Savar, but Rabbi Kiva says, Kippel Moyel. Once you folded it already into being a wick, that worked. Vain Titus Kliolov, it doesn't have a status of a garment anymore. So therefore, already from before Yontif, it was folded, it doesn't have the status of a garment. It's like you're lighting a piece of wood, it's not mukta at all, and therefore you can light with this on Yontif. This is Rabbi Kivis, this is the Pshat of Rabbi Lozam Rabbi this is the Pshat of, of a few Amiraim in the Machloikis of Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Lozar. Rabbi Yosef, so Rabbi Yosef commented on this. It said on Abraisa that there's a certain Mishnah that's talking about three by three etzbois mitzumtzomais. I, I don't know which Lagabi which Mishnah was this Braisa learned. But um, now that Rav Ada Barava explained that this mission here, the Machlekes of Rabbi Loza and Rabbi Kiva, was talking about this specific case, which was dafke by a piece of garment that was exactly three by three its boys, Shmami no, Shmami no, that care of Yosef Svirilei. Rabbi Yehuda Svirilei, yes, that it goes according to Rabbi Yehuda, and that Rav Ada Barava goes like Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, let me, let me read this again. Let me back up a second. I, I converged the two pieces of the Gemara together over here. There's two different statements here, and we'll finish with this for today. First, Rav Yasef says, Om Rav Yasef, Haine de Tanina, Gimel al Gimel mitzum tzomais, Vuleyadayna lamay hilchase. Period. That uh, tells us what that price was talking about, that it goes on our Mishnah. Now the Gemara starts a new Indian, Umidika Metarat Ravada Barava, Libid Rav Yehudish, Maminak Rav Yehudish Svirilei, and the Gemara is going to question that as we'll learn in Mitzvah in the Hemshech tomorrow, Motzah Shabbos. Have a good Shabbos, everybody, and uh, we should only hear Basudas Tevis from here going forward, and we should see already the Gula Shleim, Ulamatam Asorat Vachim.